Zion Williamson and the New Orleans Pelicans could be going their separate ways this offseason. The New York Knicks have been interested in Zion since his draft days. If the Pelicans make Zion available for a trade, the New York Knicks could come calling to see what it would take to swing a trade for Zion and get him as part of the Knicks for next season. Also, Fred Katz from The Athletic gives us an update on Bradley Beal and his status as a New York Knick. All of this and more today. Let's get started. Zion Williamson potentially could be moving on from the Pelicans this offseason. According to NBA insider Mark Stein, the New Orleans Pelicans are reportedly mulling over the oft-injured big man to snag a top three pick and the chance to select G League Ignite guard Scoot Henderson. Now that's again reported by Mark Stein, an NBA insider. Now you may be asking yourself, well, if they want a top three type of pick for Zion Williamson and they want to try to get into the 2023 draft, how are the Knicks and Zion even linked. How does it make sense? Because the Knicks don't have a 2023 pick. Well, Zach Buckley from Bleacher Report answers that question. Buckley notes the Knicks, of course, don't have a top three pick to dangle. So how could they enter the Williamson sweepstakes? By potentially connecting the dots in a three-team trade. Now, this makes a little bit more sense because if the Knicks are looking to swing big and trade for Zion Williamson, it's likely that they're going to need another team attached to the trade to not only make the money work, but make the contracts work and make the first round picks work. So I think if the Knicks do pull off a Zion Williamson trade, it will likely be with another team added to the trade. Bleacher Report's Zach Buckley also notes the following about the Knicks and how they could potentially add Zion Williamson. Maybe the teams with top three picks don't want all the health risks tied to the 22-year-old. Perhaps they'd prefer a package from the New York Knicks built around some combination of Barrett, Obi Toppin, Emmanuel Quickly, Quentin Grimes, and a pile of future first-round picks. If the Knicks could grease the gears of a multi-team trade that finally brings Williamson to the Big Apple, they should be all over it. Now hold up. Slow your brakes and hold on. I don't think the Knicks need to add Zion Williamson if he is available. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand that Zion is a generational talent. I also understand that Zion Williamson is a cachet name and will always be linked to the Knicks given what happened on draft night because the Knicks were always supposed to draft Zion and that didn't happen. Instead, we drafted RJ Barrett. And looking at how things transpired since we drafted Barrett, I would say we made the right choice given all of the issues and injuries and concerns around Zion Williamson. Now, I'm not saying Zion isn't productive because when healthy, Zion is a force. Take a listen to these numbers. Over Zion's last two healthiest seasons, he averaged 26.7 points on 61% shooting, 7.1 rebounds, and 4-point assists. Now, that is is impressive. That's an impressive amount of stats that he just gave us. And I get it. It's a limited sample size. But when he is healthy, he is very dominant. That 61% shooting is a high number. Now, of course, a lot of his shots come in the mid-range or as dunks. So I get why he's a little higher than others. He doesn't shoot the ball as much or as well yet. Maybe he can develop into a better shot. However, what Zion does give you when healthy is dominant production. And that cannot be denied. However, the biggest piece of that is when 
healthy because Zion Williamson is often not healthy. In the last three years that he's been available to play or has been in the league, he's suited up 114 times out of three seasons. 114 appearances out of three seasons. What is the purpose of all of this production, all of this dominance, all of this generational talent if you cannot see it on the floor? I understand why a lot of Knicks fans want Zion. You believe in his potential. You believe in what he could give you. You believe that if he can get past the injuries, he can turn into the player he was always supposed to be. And if that's where you are, if that's your belief on Zion, good for you. I'm probably not going to change your mind. But if you just listen to what I have to say in regards to Zion, maybe you'll understand what I'm talking about. So let's go over it. Number one, he's making massive money. You're going to have to pay him. Number two, to get Zion, you're gutting your roster. If you add another team to this potential trade with Zion Williamson, you're likely adding more future first round picks and sending out even more younger players to acquire Zion. So then my next question is, who are you pairing around Zion? Because if it's Brunson, Randall, and Zion... That doesn't sound good. That sounds terrible. That sounds like a team that's not going to make the playoffs. And Zion Williamson and his health and the amount of games he'll be available to give you for that squad is a question mark. There are too many what's, ifs, and buts when we all talk about Zion Williamson. And I don't know about you, but I cannot invest in a player with so many ifs, what's, and butts. Now, maybe it's just me being a longtime suffering Knicks fan, but I remember the New York Knicks trading for injury-prone players and seeing it not pan out. And it's like a nostalgic flashback that I'm getting when the New York Knicks are trying to target Zion Williamson. I get why they want to do it. The potential is there. The upside is there. And if you believe in him and believe he can get past these injuries and reach that threshold, then I can understand why you'd want to pull off a trade for Zion. But given the fact that he's shown you that he can't stay healthy season after season after season, that he can't be there for you in the playoffs, that he can't help contribute to your team winning when it matters most, what is the purpose of trading for that guy and gutting your team? And then you still have a question mark because you don't know how good your team is. You have a question mark because you don't know how many games he's going to be available for. And you have a question mark because you don't know what you have. Kind of similar to the New Orleans Pelicans right now. They don't know what they have because Zion doesn't play enough games to see what CJ, Brandon Ingram, and a Zion group could give you. It's a robbery to the Pelicans, but it should say something to New York Knicks fans. The Pelicans aren't dumb. They know Zion is a generational talent. They're not going to give him up for nothing. So if you think you're going to swing a trade for Zion and get him on the cheap, you're wrong. At the end of the day, Zion Williamson to the New York Knicks sounds like a fantasy, a fairy tale, something you can only read about in books. It's not real. And I personally think a Zion to the Knicks trade is not real, not only due to the assets, but also due to the injury concerns. He has played too little games. 
and has way too many injuries for the Knicks to try to swing on a trade for Zion, potentially get another team involved and end up gutting their roster at the same time. It just doesn't make sense. I don't see it happening. And not only that, I wouldn't want it to happen because I think if the Knicks trade for Zion, this current version of Zion, it puts your franchise back a few years, not forward. Fred Katz from The Athletic gives us an update on Bradley Beal and his status to the New York Knicks. According to Fred Katz, a league source close to the situation knows that New York's front office has already let necessary people know that the team would be interested in the former All-NBA guard if he were to become available. Of course, Beal becoming available is way more complicated than it would be with any other player. And the reason for that is because of his no-trade clause in his contract. He signed a Supermax contract of $251 million, and within that contract is a no-trade clause. So he has the ability to choose where he wants to end up, and he can veto any particular trade he doesn't like. So in this situation, Bradley Beal retains all of the power. According to Fred Katz, the Knicks have thought about Beal for longer than just one week. Fred Katz also states, the New York Knicks have lingered somewhere behind, maybe not on the imaginary list, but maybe sneaking onto the bottom of it, depending on the day. Beal has told people close to him he loves playing at MSG, but he's also a relaxed, warm weather guy. That says enough in spades. If he prefers warm weather, New York is not the place for you. New York has bipolar weather. Sometimes it's hot, cold, or indifferent. You don't know how to dress. So he may love playing at MSG. And of course, a lot of players always say that they love playing at MSG. But they rarely come to MSG, even after saying that. So I think that last line that Fred Katz told us about in regards to him liking and enjoying warm weather says everything we need to know. If the Beal situation is going to go anywhere, it's going to head to Miami where the weather is extremely warm and where Beal might be very, very happy. So while it is possible that the New York Knicks swing a trade and get Bradley Beal, it's looking more and more likely that Bradley Beal will be heading for warmer pastures and avoiding New York altogether. If you like this video, go ahead and leave a comment below, smash that like button, and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans, peace.